This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on track, Mimo. And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Good morning. Hey, happy Monday. Happy it's Monday. This, this lovely Thanksgiving holiday week. You know how I am with my calendar. I look today. I'm off every day this week except today. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, you're off tomorrow. Okay, we'll talk. I mean, we'll guys, I never yeah. not record. Like I will still be here for the people, but yeah. Yeah, we'll make it happen. We're gonna we're gonna mention it all. We we're are. gonna mention it all. We despite not. it being a holiday week. I um my my morning got off to a hectic start because I was coming into the office um, and as I was going into the subway, there was like a whole crowd of teenage girls uh. who are in one of those like, you know, for the Macy's Thanksgiving parade. Oh, do I? They'll be, it'll be like, you know, like national team apply. And it's like basically you just pay $300 or whatever to like be in the parade and all of them were there with their matching jackets. And it was it like a bunch of people with, with their parents and with their chaperones. And you can tell when it's like teenagers who have never been to New York before. And they're like taking the subway. And like, I love that. I have been that child, but it was not the energy I needed at 845. Yes, yeah, definitely way too early. Fun fact about me. You know, I was a chairperson for the parade for a few years. And okay, like it's one of. Is that yeah. like like a chair? Like a, I ran. A chair. So I had a okay. team under me. I ran the in-store team and I was the first oh, person, Macy's. all yeah, the okay. celebrities. Yeah, I used to work for the company. So it was like one of the coolest things ever. And I highly recommend anyone to actually try and volunteer and work at or march. And it. it's like very cool experience. But that riding I, the subway <laughs> with everyone? No. <laughs> I I hate no. myself for this, but for a split second when you said chairperson, I was picturing like some job where you were like moving chairs around. No, no, <laughs> I was higher up than that. I but do. anyway, how was your weekend? No, I mean, no, sh- no shade. My weekend was great. Um, you know, just like a nice, a nice little, nice little weekend. Nothing like remarkable, but a a good time. How about I'm you? still full, just like friendsgivings up to wazoo and then we have this week and i want to vomit i did i did i went to a friendsgiving last night and there was a charcuterie board and i was really proud i haven't i've like been trying not to eat very much meat and i was really good like i didn't go in on any of the um charcuterie i just had like some cheese some dried fruit i was but then when i was watching salt lake city and watching them, you know, have this delicious food. I loved Heather's approach. Of, they were like, I is that all you're down. eating? And she's I like, she's like, she's like, no, 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 no. I build a base and then I work off of that. And that is, you know, when you're at a, 
a charcuterie board or anything like that where there's a lot of different options, you have to start with a little bit of a mix, figure out what you like, uh-huh. grab more of that, you know, kind of go in phases because you don't want to tire yourself out or get too much on the plate at once because that's overwhelming. Right. I literally noted that she said that because it was so funny <laughs> that she builds a foundation a- and then adds. She was like, absolutely not. She didn't even blink twice. However, I should have done that because I just went all in like car. I see carbs in my face just like lights up and mm-hmm. there's no stopping me from there. So and like, there's a the baguette and I'll be like, oh, let me have a little <laughs> bit of that. And I rip off like half the loaf and then I'm just like <laughs> eating a loaf of bread. I did there. Char- they're like raclette Bavarian whatever dinner in Vail looked so good. I loved it's almost like a I think of that with like a hibachi or like a Korean barbecue or something having like the grill on the table. But yeah. for to do that for like a Swiss meal with like some cheese is when you need to hire someone looked, to do that because I would never looked, know. I love that Lisa said it was the most cooking she'd done in her adult life. Have <laughs> you ever it. made a s'more the way Meredith makes a s'more? A dietetic s'more? No, I've not. I usually just go for the full thing. <laughs> I S'mores are one of my favorite desserts and after Tartufu. And I literally went to Costco this weekend and bought, a, they make a bag of s'mores. I will try s'mores in any form except how Meredith told us to make it because- what it. Wait, so what is a bag of s'mores? So I will tell you. It is all the ingredients of s'mores, meaning graham crackers and marshmallows, covered in chocolate. So it's bits of that covered in chocolate. So it's like a bag. just like You put in a bowl, essentially, for when people come over, but I'm just eating it out of the bag. No, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Maybe when I come into the office next time, I'll bring it, because I'm not eating that whole thing. Um, Ben and Jerry's has a s'mores (laughs) flavor that's really delicious. which is a we of mine. could launch a podcast like about s'mores and all the ways to eat them. <laughs> um, we could. I don't think we should. Maybe just an um, episode. <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's rewind a little bit. Obviously, we're talking about Salt Lake City. We're going to get yeah. into the Potomac reunion part three as well. Um, so we are still in Vail. Not very much time has passed because we start off at the same dinner uh, where they're all still sort of reeling from. You know, it is. It's wild to think that this is still the same day as two. we ended on two episodes ago. And then later in the episode when we see Jen going to her attorney, it's only the next day. It is so quick, this turnaround time. Um, Imagine the amount of footage they have that they actually have to cut for that timing. Oh, my gosh. I know. They were filming them this entire time. Um, But they're sort of still putting together some more pieces of red flags there were with Jen. Meredith says that she had a private investigator look into some threats that were being threats or, you know, things that were being said about her family, her family. Um, And she basically had some idea that this stuff was coming from Jen. Um, And then they're talking about these texts that they were getting these mysterious anonymous texts. And because of the way because was spelled in these texts, because. they all thought they were coming from Jen. B-C-U-Z. That's a very specific way to spell because. Why would she not think to, like, change that? Or, like, maybe don't speak the way you would normally speak if you don't want people to know it's not from you. It reminds me of, like, the Riddler or something from Batman. Like, you have to, like, change it. 
Right. It's like if you're leaving like a ransom note and you were to like put hearts over the eyes <laughs> and that's like how you write all the time. It's like, come on, use your brain. Yes. Um, it- I don't know. I feel like this is one of those things where we probably won't ever know for sure whether those texts were coming from Jen. I feel like I I have a feeling some of this kind of specific stuff is going to get lost in the shuffle a little bit. But we saw Jen last night on Twitter sort of coming for Lisa, especially, um, you know, about some of this specific stuff. She says that Lisa turned on her really fast. They're talking about, um, you know, all of these different little accusation moments. Um, It is, it's, it's interesting seeing more background of all the different you know, red flags, little things that were popping up with Jen that maybe we wouldn't have talked about if this whole big scandal wasn't happening. But now it's like, you know, I mean, she's a little bit shady. Nobody's like shocked that there's something not great going on, except Heather, maybe. Yeah, right. I'm not like, (laughs) poor Heather. I'm not like so surprised that now Jen is turning on Lisa only because Lisa's just every episode showing that she's she's like the issue with her is she's trying to be a good friend to people but it's making her not be a good friend so even later on in the episode where she's trying to like stand by Cameron who is her good friend like she's not but same thing with with Jen like they're not they're not as close I think but it's funny again like Jen last night stay off Twitter like what are you doing please yeah I don't I can't remember if we talked about this last week on the podcast or if I like tweeted it later or something but <laughs> I think Jen is, she's wasting so much energy fighting back against these little things that are being said on the show that at the end of the day really don't matter when she has a federal trial coming up in a couple of months and could literally be going to prison. We just found out this is new information that we haven't talked about yet. Stuart on Friday, I think, changed his plea to guilty. He pled guilty to some um, amended charges, so not the full, full thing, but, you know, they got him to plead guilty. Um, And that makes things look even worse for Jen because we don't know yet whether he's going to technically flip on Jen or testify against her. Like, we don't know the conditions of that. But even if he doesn't, certain things that he admitted to by pleading guilty are basically acknowledging that this whole scheme that Jen is allegedly at the top of did exist, where her whole thing is saying none of this was happening at all. And now Stewart is saying, well, my part of it existed. And it's hard to see how that would be true if Jen's part wasn't. So... You know, it's not looking good for her. And I think maybe she's just kind of spiraling and knows that she can't do anything about the trial. And so she feels like she can do something about, you know, what Lisa and Meredith are saying about her. But at the end of the day, this shit doesn't matter. And, you know, if she goes to prison, it's not going to matter, you know, what Lisa Barlow was saying about her on an episode of Housewives. And I think it's kind of when we when you zoom out a little bit from what's happening on the show. It's like, oh, damn, Jen really is, you know, her back is against the wall and it's not looking great. Yeah, Stu Chains is not as trustworthy as we 
thought he was, is he now? <sighs> and the yeah. thing is with her is she's like, the things I'm being accused of, no, you did the things that you're being accused of or else you wouldn't be. And also she's like, if anything, I'm too giving. And I was like, no, that's not. You can't. That's not what the problem is here. You're too giving. That's really <laughs> giving of diamond necklaces. <laughs> Stolen. <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. So last night we we see the beginning of Heather kind of struggling with this whole thing because she's saying she's going to help Jen, she's going to stick by her and you know because she's a friend she has to do that and it makes me a little sad because I think Heather is really coming from a place of being so genuine and really just feeling like she wants to do what she can. But I think she is like, she doesn't realize when is the right time to bail. And I think there is a time and a place for, you know, my friend is going through something. Maybe there's some misunderstanding. Maybe she's being wrongfully accused. I get feeling a little conflicted about it, but at a certain point when all the chips are down, Jen did this. Like, I mean, allegedly whatever, Mm -hmm. but 
it feels past the point, and I know it's only been 24 hours in this when they're talking about this, but like sticking by someone no matter what isn't necessarily the the best way to go. And there's there's a point where no, you should acknowledge if she, if she did something that's so fucked up, it's better to acknowledge it than to be like she's my friend though. I can't. You know, she's like, so what are we just going to discredit everything she's ever done for us? I'm like, well, no one's telling you to do that. Like, you can still keep your good memories. But going forward, like what she did is um, is basically unacceptable. And if all of the women are telling her like the same thing, that's I would I would take that advice. If it's not just like one person, two people, like all the women are giving her like great examples of why she should like. Back the f up, yeah. Poor Heather. She's I don't such know. A good we'll friend. see. I. It's hard because watching the episode, I want to give her the benefit of the doubt because it is all happening so fast. But then we've seen her on Watch What Happens Live and stuff more recently, and she clearly is not really changing her way that she's going about it, or at least she's not saying so. So. By the way, that episode of Watch Happens Live where she was on, I don't even know if I said this already, mm-hmm. when she looked so freaking good, Heather. Yeah. And last night, Meredith, holy shit. Meredith. Ooh. Oh my God. They These women. Miss Marks looking oh. good. She also, Meredith, Meredith debuted a new confessional look last night, that orange little sat, like satin halter moment. She is, ugh, she's so fucking hot. She's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> She um, really is. We, I loved that we got two more um, winter activities the next day. This show really is just packing in the winter activities. We get dog sledding and ice skating. And I loved seeing them in their little ice skating outfits. I thought that was such a fun <laughs> moment. It gave me very Jill Zarin vibes. Um it was Meredith awkward, and Lisa though, on the ice. Yeah. <laughs> because they were like in like a holiday shops, like little shopping center and they were in actual like ice skating outfits it was it was cute though lisa i mean mary we gotta give her props she actually like went on the ice skating rink i was like very good but she was like don't touch me she was like lisa no mary on this trip is so miserable she i'm giving her an a for effort because there, mm, i'm giving her she's there i'm giving her a a b for effort i feel like (laughs) There are moments where she really is trying and then later on, like later in night when they're doing like the raclette party and they're all in their dirndles, she is just not in the fucking mood to be there. She no. comes out so late with with the Chanel belt over her like traditional garb. To be honest, I can't just, even believe she wore the outfit. I was proud of that. I know, but... It just we were we were talking about how last season she didn't go on the Vegas trip. We've never really seen her in this environment with the girls. And seeing her there now, it's like, yeah, she feels pretty out of place. You know, she's walking. She comes downstairs in the morning and she asks Whitney to make her an egg. But then she doesn't even trust Whitney to make the egg. You know, she doesn't really want to talk about anything. It doesn't seem like she really it doesn't really seem like she wants to be around these women nearly this much. And everybody else, I feel, even if they're not getting along with everyone or they have some weirdness, they are, like, gung-ho to be there. And I feel like Mary is kind yeah. of like, no. 
it's funny because me- uh, Whitney and Heather remind me of each other in that sense where they just like can't not be a good friend. But in Whitney's mm-hmm. position, I would never even look in Mary's direction again with the way that Mary's been treating no. her. I would have been like, cook your own freaking egg. Are you serious? I think we sort of see over the course of this episode that breakdown. And by the end, I think Whitney is sort of coming to terms with that of like, I've tried everything I can. I don't feel like from me, there is any reason why Mary should be treating me this way. And, you know, to give her chances is great. To give her the benefit of the doubt is great. But by the end of this episode, when Whitney tries to honestly just bring up her the way she's feeling and Mary shuts it down so quickly, won't even won't even listen or entertain the thought. She immediately leaves the table. I think that sort of is the final straw, at least, you know, as we've seen now for Whitney to be like, you know, this isn't worth my time. Mary doesn't care. She's not treating, you know, it's not just, you know, two friends that are going through a little bit of a rough patch. It's like Mary is the one who is treating her this way. And, I hope Whitney sort of stays firm in that because she hasn't done anything to deserve that treatment. Mary's not being reasonable in the situation. And I think like we've seen Heather with Jen not be able to build that boundary or to keep that boundary. And I think for Whitney with Mary, I want to see her. I want to see her be firm in that because unless Mary is going to give her a reason to come back, it's like, yeah, don't don't fuck with her. Yeah, I don't have a reason to fuck with her. I've said this on like other franchises too, but this one, it seems like a pattern where like Whitney and Mary's age difference is really not helping their case. And like Mary even said it last night when she was referring to the Shotsky. She's like, women are age, don't do that. Or women, uh, Whitney's age, don't do this. Like, it's just like there seems like a gap and they're just like not on the same page. And I honestly think that that, let alone their personalities clashing, I just think that the age gap, like, adds on to that for yeah. them. But also I think Mary just isn't I don't understand why she doesn't really seem to get the idea that part of the job here is to be fun and do fun things and just kind of let loose. Live it up. Yeah, like I mean first of all, have you seen Watch What Happens Live? Andy does a shot ski like twice a week. So, <laughs> you know, the precedent has been set. But even, you know, she doesn't want to be outside. She doesn't want to do this. She doesn't want to do that. And it's like part of the part of doing housewives is like doing the activity, taking the shot, having fun, dressing up on the theme. Like I I understand if she doesn't really care about her relationships with these women, but part of the job is like showing up and doing whatever the activity is. And I feel like she's She's only giving about 50% in that capacity. I would almost even say less of a percentage. And you know what? There are plenty of women out there. It's like any job in life. A million there girls are people would kill for this job. <laughs> want that job, Mary. So either put effort into it or get out. But also- you know, I know, I know Angie is back in Salt Lake City wishing she was on this trip right now. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I also just want to point out when in the scene where Jen was talking to her lawyer how Mm -hmm. adamant she is about her story lying Mm -hmm. that that wasn't even Sharif calling her on the phone because she was like, you know, 
I, and like at that point, everyone knew that the feds were after you. So they were coming to arrest you. So you don't have to lie that someone like called you and told you that. But I guess she does because it looked like she was running. But she was like, you know, I was so upset because like Sharif, my husband was in the hospital. And then right then and there, I don't know if you, she was lying because it was his number. And she was like, it wasn't him on the phone. Like I thought it was, but I know my husband's voice. And I was like, oh God, this web is getting bigger. For so something irrelevant, by the way. She was on the, she did the Housewives after show last week after that episode. Yeah. And she was talking about what happened after she left Beauty Lab. And she said, which again, we don't know if any of this is the truth, but sh- her version of events is that the, whatever call she got in the beauty lab parking lot wasn't didn't tell her that the feds were coming. She was just told basically you need to leave. And then she says that when she pulled over or something, she got a call and it was the police, whoever calling to make sure she was okay. And that it was like this random phone call. She still didn't know they were like looking for her to arrest her. She thought it was some, she had like a restraining order against some like stalker in New York and there was like threats. I don't know. And then she says after she got off the phone, she had a text from Heather because we saw on the bus that Heather was calling and texting her saying they were looking for her. So according to Jen, the first time she found out that the feds were looking for her was Heather's text, which is actually super bad potentially because if heather which is, is why inadvert- they told heather not to text right. her if heather is like inadvertently the one who's tipping off jen that the feds are looking oh for God. her obviously <laughs> that's not great but again i we don't, don't know if that, any though. of that is actually yeah. true like for that. jen to get to that point and still not to know that she was kind of on the you know the one they were after um so yeah that was like really interesting to me because Obviously, you know, you, you want to think about how any of these women could p- potentially be involved. And for Heather, it's like, yeah, like you stuck your foot in it. And, you know, I don't think Heather's going to go to jail or anything. But it's just like, yeah, that's why they told you not to fucking text her. And you still did because you don't understand. Like Heather seems to have kind of a fundamental lack of understanding of how serious this is. And I think she I mean, I'm sure she kind of has been briefed on it now but it's like everybody else seems to get it and heather's kind of like i mean she's our friend guys how could how could something like this and they're all i mean something like this yeah she did imagine they like show like teach heather a lesson like with like a piece of paper and like a pointer and they're like so heather these are the reasons why you like don't get involved in federal (laughs) crimes when the feds are looking for somebody don't give them a heads up um (laughs) so funny to think about oh my god heather I feel like Nicki Minaj could explain that to Heather, I feel. Yeah. I feel like they would hit it off for sure. Yeah, I think, I mean, we know Rihanna loves Heather Gay, so I feel like Nicki Minaj would probably love Heather Gay. 
I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I would love to see Nicki Minaj give her thoughts on all the housewives, because now that we're getting her thoughts on Potomac, I'm like, okay, so what do you think about Erica? Are we jumping right into this? Are we jumping? Yeah, right I think into we're Potomac? good to move to move to Potomac. She, first of all, I love I love Nicki Minaj, and I always have. And I, when she came out, and she, I didn't know Andy <laughs> was leaving. Like yeah. she had the floor, like she, it was hers, and it was so cute. She had her card. She was like, okay. She went in where I laughed out loud. I was like, wait, oh my god! And I think they got all shocked too. Ashley was like, oh my god, she's not fucking around. Like, right, well, because basically she doesn't have the, a job to do. She's not Andy. She can do whatever she wants. She doesn't go to work. She doesn't have a job. Um, but I think all of them were basically thinking when they came back from that break that they were going to do whatever little finish it off, you know, do a little toast or something, and that was going to be the end of the day. And they're like, wait, no, 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 we have another hour. I had kind of mixed feelings about this Nicki Minaj thing happening. Um, I didn't know if it was going to feel sort of dumb, like coming out at the end. And it's like, okay, we already did the whole reunion. But I do think it is kind of fun to have somebody on the reunion who clearly really does watch the show and has a lot of opinions about the show and sort of gets it. And who doesn't have any obligation to, you know, Andy said you can pick sides. Nicki Minaj doesn't care if she comes across harsh or if she's like a little bit of an asshole to somebody. And I think that's fun because, you know, sometimes on these reunions, we don't really get as deep as we want to. And I think the first thing she brings up right away about Ashley coming to Williamsburg and, you know, getting in there with that Eddie rumor, that was a frustrate. I was frustrated that we didn't talk about that earlier. Right. Because I thought the whole time 
Wendy was being so hard on Giselle and Robin for whatever part they had in this rumor. And I thought Ashley was kind of getting a free pass for being the one who ultimately actually brought it up on camera. And so (laughs) I don't know why it took until the very end of part three of the reunion and for Nicki Minaj to come out to actually acknowledge this. But I think Ashley is, I think, you know, if Wendy wants to have her problems with Robin and Giselle, I think that would have happened either way. But, you know, I think Ashley, at the very least, needs to be held accountable for the fact that she brought it up on camera. It's also the way Nicki Minaj, sorry, what Andy, what'd she call herself? Andiana Minaj. Andy Andiana Minaj. Like she was really putting herself in there. She was like, um, I think it's because you didn't have much of a storyline. And I was like, oh, was my like, God. Right. Well, like, <laughs> she's like, right. Well, so you had a baby and you weren't around much. And so it didn't seem like you had much of a storyline. So was this to get more camera time? <laughs> and then like they all you know what I really appreciate, though, because she's obviously a big star, et cetera. And they automatically mm-hmm. well, what we think, obviously, the time went by, felt comfortable. And they were talking to her like she was one of them, like a host like right. of the show. And she, they weren't like, oh my God, it's Nicki Minaj. Like they were actually having real conversations with her. So I'm excited for and more because it's the entire next part. But the most, the most surprising thing right off the bat, did you notice right away, Nikki had Candace defending Ashley because she's coming, Nikki's coming at Ashley and Candace goes, well, she had just had a baby. She goes, oh, and- candy girl. like for for them to feel so much heat coming off of nikki that candace feels like she has to speak up on ashley's behalf that's how you know the heat is real and i you know we don't get it really is like a super unique moment we've never had something like this happen at a reunion and it's fun to have because we you know there are lots of celebrities who you know, we'll say they watch Housewives and stuff, but to have someone come out and just like be so excited to be there and so ready. Yeah. I also saw um, they just posted today. Jennifer Lawrence is on the cover of Vanity Fair. And in her interview, um, they list off like things that have been like bringing her joy recently. And she talks about Real Housewives and specifically is talking about how she thinks Chris being Candace's manager is like a toxic situation. And she talks about, um, she talks about Jen Shaw being like one of the most like messed up people on TV. And it's so, it's just fun to hear these people actually sort of get specific and not just say, Oh, I love housewives. Yes. And the fact that that is in your vanity fair interview, right? That is a big deal. She, It says, Lawrence could write a dissertation on the mesmerizing toxicity of Salt Lake City housewife Jen Shaw. Quote, she has the strongest case of personality disorder I've ever seen in my life. You know, those people who don't take any accountability ever to where you almost feel jealous. Total lack of accountability. Lack of shame. Wait, that's (laughs) amazing. Yeah. I mean, stars, they're just like us. They turn on the TV on Sunday night. And for back-to-back Housewives episodes, and clearly Jennifer Lawrence doesn't miss a week. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence is a great human in general because she's so down-to-earth. And I even read something the other day because Adele 
likes to just kind of live a normal life, even though the stars like her, it's hard to do that. And she said she just recently, I guess their neighbors started um, hanging out, like feeling comfortable enough to hang out with Jennifer Lawrence and other people because they humanize her. Like they are, Mm -hmm. you know, normal. So let's get Jennifer Lawrence on here. I think she's due soon though. Having a baby. Yeah. But she's when she's she's ready. She's on a press tour. She's got a new movie out. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um okay let's let's back up in this reunion a little bit because nikki was only at the very end um i do so they cont- are still talking about the eddie rumor i i do feel like this is the kind of thing where wendy is has decided how she feels about it and is not really in the mood to hear any you know differing story or you know reasoning or anything i do think you know, when Robin is saying this thing about how they, she and Wendy talked about this rumor in January, they were filming in March. So when it was first coming up, Robin didn't even realize they were talking about the same thing. That actually made sense to me. And I felt in that moment, like Wendy, you know, that's when she was showing this big poster board receipt and saying, you know, like you knew in January, you knew in January. And I think she really just wasn't listening to what Robin was saying absolutely. because I think it's hard you know when so much time has passed and you've had all this time to just be angry and you come to the reunion and I think this is normal as humans except for we don't have reunions in our real lives that you don't want to hear a simple explanation for why you were wrong and didn't need to spend the last six months being mad it's like no Wendy's decided what happened and that she's mad at Robin and unfortunately for their relationship, you know, that is what it is. And I don't think unfortunately Robin is going to be able to just kind of be like, no, it was a misunderstanding. We're good now. Yeah. Wendy is definitely smarter than that in the sense where she paid actually like someone even asked, like you paid money for that, like her Oak tag um, poster board. And I feel like she had that ready to like prove a really good point, but that really backfired. Like you said, where they were like not talking about the same thing. And the worst ever is when anyone brings a receipt and Andy did it last night. And Andy was like, I don't think this Matt, like, I don't think this is like relevant. Right. It's awkward. But when, yeah, Wendy, right. But Wendy isn't just going to be like, Oh, sorry. never mind. The poster board was stupid. <laughs> Right. Well, actually, he said that about the phone records because she brought out phone records for yes. Giselle. I mean, but, all of but it. But still, the it's Oak one tag thing, wasn't it's necessary. One thing to, it's one thing to print out some text. No, I don't know what that means. I, I call it when, just from like when I was little in elementary school. Like I just know that big paper is called like Oak Tag. I don't know why, but poster board. I just called a poster right. board. Yeah. Or actually, more, that was probably a foam board. It looked stiff. But, Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, and I think, you know, same with Giselle. I think there are some misunderstandings, some disagreements over, you know, I think Giselle, I believe she's being honest about her intentions, but at the same time, I understand why Wendy was upset at the way it went down. I I do kind of wish Giselle would just like throw a little apology Eddie's way because I think that would actually be helpful in moving forward. But at the same time, you know, I think they're just on different pages and maybe Baby steps, maybe next season there'll be kind of a thawing process and we'll be able to get to a little better place. But I don't think this reunion was going to 
I don't really think there was any chance that Wendy was going to be on good a good page with Giselle at the end of this reunion. Right. But sometimes that's a good thing because now we have something extra to look forward to for next season. But That's true. Anyway, do you when Candace's phone starts to ring, because this happens like <laughs> Ramona's phone has run, everyone's phone rings, and she's like, "Oh, it's mm-hmm. it's her, it's Miss Dorothy, whatever." And she answers the phone. Do you think that was a bit, or do you think that was like a complete coincidence mm-hmm. that she called? Like it just worked out so perfectly. I like don't she, know. Andy took the phone, started talking, asking the right questions. Like <laughs> I loved it. Yes, Andy. Hi, Andy. How are we doing? She yeah, loved, I love. <laughs> She loves her camera time even when she's not on camera. <laughs> it was just a voice. I don't know. I mean, I haven't thought about it. I don't really think I care because I was glad to get a little slice of Miss Dorothy. And I I think, you know, it's too bad that clearly she and Candace are not in a good position right now. Mm-hmm. I was glad that Candace was kind of able to be honest about that. And she wasn't trying to paint, a, you know, a rosy picture of how that's going. I think, unfortunately, and we've seen this for the last few seasons, I think Dorothy is just not the kind of person who is going to be the bigger person and just apologize and smooth things over. And, you know, like she was saying that she hasn't apologized to Chris, but she will. And it's like all of this stuff on the show was happening six, seven months ago. There's no real excuse for that and i it's for it's hard because as as much as candace can be you know annoying problematic a pain in the ass i think her mom really just doesn't you know she isn't like giving her anything to work with in terms of that relationship and i think that has to be a source of pain for candace and it's you know it's got to be hard even if you that's who Dorothy is and maybe it's never going to change, but it's got to be disappointing. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was at least a a move in the right direction that she said she didn't apologize yet because yeah, like, okay, is it coming or is it just like, like is she waiting for the, for the camera to be there? <laughs> What's going on? Chris was like leaning in. He was like, uh, uh, uh. I was like, Chris, first of all, you know, the apology is not coming right this second. Like that, that's not happening. And it wouldn't even be genuine if it did over the phone at the reunion. Right. Like, but well, yeah, I, I mean, it's sad. And he obviously reiterated that he doesn't manage her life or her like ever, you know, her, her career. career. Yeah. He manages like the day to day, like what she's doing. And I was like, that almost honestly just seems like a regular husband and wife like relationship, like whatever he's doing. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like they just came up with like the husbander thing and thought that was cute. Fun. And so yes. they just kind of ran with it. But I do think he did a good job of sort of debunking this thing that yeah. he's like, you know, her business partner, but not getting paid. I think. Yeah, I don't think there is anything super weird about what's going on. I think he's maybe, he's just picking up a little bit of the slack and making sure that she, you know, kind of has everything under control. And I do, you know, I I kind of liked that he brought up, like, I'm, you know, why is my situation so yeah. different? Like, everybody thinks I'm like some, you know, dude that lives under a bridge like I had my own place I've worked like it's not like he's never had a job or like never been able to pay for anything um and I do think he gets like a little bit of an unfair Mm -hmm. scrutiny sometimes because all of these people have different financial situations like 
most of these women have been have been or are supported by their husbands. Right. So it's like it seems a little bit, you know, it's just a little bit over the line to me sometimes the way that he gets dragged for whatever imagined financial situation. But, you know. The financial conversations in all of these shows are so bizarre. I know we talk about it anytime it happens where people like question other people's. The only thing people should be questioning is Jen is how Jen Shaw gets her, got her money. And we found that out. So, right. It's like at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. You know, we're not in a society where every couple has to be, you know, the man is making more than the woman. Right. And this is the traditional two income, like whatever. It's just a little bit. It's like a little bit unnecessary to be questioning so much. Um, But, you know, we love seeing that Karen is now a successful businesswoman and she's very, very involved with Surrey County where they have Wi-Fi now. They have Wi-Fi. Yeah, I would love for Karen. The second Surrey County has a little B&B. Let us know. We'll be there. I want to try those peanuts. Now that they have Wi-Fi, I'm totally there. I didn't even know they did (laughs) until she made that announcement. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, in in all honesty, though, it's great. Like, I think they're, uh, you know, we live, you know, not in a rural area. So it is easy to forget that there are so many places like that that do kind of struggle with more basic resources and stuff. And so it's great to hear that. Um, And yeah, it's like. It's just like, I don't know. I love Surrey County Karen. Well, I also wonder if people at one point were making almost like a mockery of it because like, you know, like her video reminded me very much of an episode yeah. of like Parks and Rec. But Parks the fact and Rec. that <laughs> Yes. The fact that she actually did, like, she's like, no, I'm like very much involved. And she said that, like, that's awesome. That's the cool part. It's time to get a little emotional. That's the cool part about these shows, though, is that these women really do use their platform for other things. Like you even just said. Yeah, they're she's a businesswoman now. All they a lot of them probably wouldn't be able to. Well, they would be able to do the businesses they're doing, but they wouldn't have the platform to actually like sell it on and and get bigger. So I think that's a really cool aspect of being on this show. Robin wouldn't be killing e-commerce without the platform of the show. Uh, Yes. Well, good for her. her And I'm I'm also happy that she acknowledged the fact that she was almost ignored, couldn't even not believe or acknowledge the fact that maybe she was depressed. So she like took it head on. And she said that if that happens again, if she even feels it coming, like she's going to do more and get more help than she did last time. It also like, I think we even, this was like a long time ago already in the beginning of the season, but when something like that happens and you're not used to it, you almost also don't know what's going on. So yeah. looks like she's on both of her feet and she's really. And getting married in 2022, allegedly. Can we, like, normalize, stop asking Robin when her and Juan are getting married? It's, like, so annoying. I can only imagine how annoyed she is. Like... Yeah, I do think it's a little... They'll figure it out. I don't think there's anything wrong with asking the question, because it is, you know, I feel like when somebody tells you they're engaged, it's, like, the normal thing. is like, oh, when's the big day? But I do think that people are sort of putting too much meaning behind the fact that they're taking their time. And, you know, obviously there were, you know, they haven't been like a hundred percent amazing and happy the entire time they've been engaged. Like they've had their rough patches, but also I think people are like, there's a pandemic, you know, there's a pandemic, like all of this stuff. I think it's fair for them to kind of do what works for them. And I think some of, 
these women are a little too quick to judge. But, I mean, they're too quick to judge on everything. It's the same thing as when they're dragging Giselle for not having a man. It's like... Right. Nobody cares. It doesn't matter. And that's my point. They've asked her, though. Like, I agree with all that. But they've asked her, like, continuously throughout the season. And it's almost like they're then they give themselves the, like, right to give her advice, like marital advice and, like, what she should be doing. But she's like, oh, my God. We think we're good. We're working on our problems, which is normal. Yeah. Which is what a lot of other people should be doing. But anyway. <sighs> well, I'm excited next week to see Nicki Minaj ask about – um the the line if the line of, of a strip club is chicken strips versus steak <laughs> and candace <laughs> she she's asking candace to sing i feel kind oh, of bad no. because like she's like pressuring her but everyone's like sing sing it's like what my friend used to do when we were little she'd be like did any of your friends like sing in your best voice and then you'd be like oh. as somebody who grew up performing i have yes i've i have been asked to sing many times and it is uh, obnoxious <laughs> So, but oh, ah, yeah. Well, what a fun time. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We will be back tomorrow with another episode. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.